what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me, X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family, what up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. Of course, it is me, your boy, Professional Sutton. And your boy, Chris G. Yes, and we got the record report on his way. But today, we had to just do a show. I said, I told Chris, I told Ruck, I said, the people, you know, been wanting to hear us. I said, so let's just do audio. So we're not live on YouTube and anything yet. But just talking to Chris off air. Uh, shouts out to Rail. Shouts out to Jess. We got something cooking up. We're going to. You know, have a nice intro. We're going to have a nice design. So we just like the grand reopen, if you will. Right, Chris? You say that? Yeah. I was, like I said, you know, it's a, it's a rebranding of sorts that, you know, we all sat down and, you know, discussed because we've been, I felt like we've been away for so long yes. and so many things have changed. Like we hadn't even been doing live shows I know. for so long. So it was like, you know what? Why don't we just come back with something new, something fresh, something funky, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And, uh, you know, we're going to give the people a grand reopening yes. of sorts. Yes. Um, yes. Because, uh, you know, we know that we missed a lot of stuff. Oh. But uh, as I always say, when people ask me, I go, my nigga, we don't get paid for this. Nah. <laughs> Not yet. Not you yet. know what I mean? Not yet, at least. Man. You know, we live in life and yeah. we got things to do and, you know, like. <laughs> Real shit. Yeah, man. We we gotta do some stuff. Yeah. So, uh, we, we we definitely coming back with a vengeance, and uh, you know, once we come back, it's gonna be. I, I honestly think the new rebranding, man. We gonna come back stronger, mm-hmm. and we gonna be coming back with some new heat, yep. and uh, we are gonna get the people what they need. So, definitely. you know, I'm excited about it. I'm ready for it, and uh, soon come, as they say. So come, soon man. come. Speaking of soon coming, listen, um, I didn't get a chance to see my Braves win, but I know that my Braves win. One. They did win. And they're they headed to the win. World Series. So, I w- so I've been texting Chris, and I said, Chris, I'm a jinx to my teams. Anytime I watch my team play in major games, it seems like they lose. So I said, I'm not going to watch them play. I'm going to watch the score and be happy and watch the highlights because when my Braves were winning 2-0, I wasn't watching. So I say, you know what? And then again, no one thought that we were gonna make it this far this year. Last year, you know, I think we had a, you know, we had a great chance. And this year, it was like, yo, if we got in, we got in, you know. Uh, but great pitching. So the two games that I did watch, of course, we lost. So I didn't even watch the last one. And my Braves are going to the World Series. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time, Chris. Since '99. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It was so funny because I remember that year. Um, you know, we entered high school. And uh, you know, I was talking to Jeff King, and you know, we were we were having our little banter back and forth because he's a Yankees fan. But uh, it's been a long time. But I'm happy that my Braves are in it, and we playing against the Houston Astros. A lot of people don't like Houston because of the cheating scandal. Um, but then also a lot of people root for Dusty too. So you know, it's that I'm rooting for Dusty. I know, me too. You know, it's 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 so hard because it's like when LeBron was playing against the Golden State Warriors, 
Like, I really wanted the Golden State Warriors to win, but also I'm a LeBron fan. So, but who doesn't want to see Dusty get this one? How about you, Chris? I want to see Dusty get it, yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. He put in a lot of years. Yeah, definitely. Of uh, just being close enough but not getting it done. So, you know, I'm going to – I'm pulling for him. Plus – I'm never going to pull for Atlanta. I'm a Mets fan. Fuck, exactly. I look like pulling for Atlanta. Same div- you know what, Chris? Listen, listen. We just making <laughs> our division look, like? look good, though. I'm just saying, though. It makes our division again. look good, don't you think? Again, fuck, I look like rooting for the Atlanta Braves. Damn. Never going to happen. Damn, that's never. Tough. That's tough, bro. But, yeah, listen. It's all good. I get it. I totally understand. I totally understand that one. Um, So, outside of baseball, um. I'm going to say basketball for last. Boxing. Boxing, Chris. You know, you being an aficionado, I want you to give us, you know, uh, we was talking about Jersey. Uh, last night was a good fight until I fell asleep. I tried. I really tried. But I said, I know Chris going to have one for us. <laughs> and that's another reason why I did the show. I said, because there's a lot of boxing stuff going on. Um, so, Chris, man, what what happened last night? What's been happening? Yo, take it away, man. Well, I mean, I mean, we. <laughs> that's what I almost feel like. That's a loaded question. We missed a lot. I like, know. You know, since the last time we've been on, there's been a lot of fights. I mean, we missed the Anthony Josh. We didn't, you know. Well, I don't want to say we missed it. You know, I ain't miss it. <laughs> it's just, you know, we haven't talked about it. Right. You know, the Anthony Joshua, you said fight. Um, we didn't talk about uh, Fury Wilder three. Yeah. We didn't talk about obviously uh, Corey Stevenson fight. What's happened last night? I don't. I don't. Even, we didn't talk about Manny Pacquiao losing the uh, Ugas. We didn't talk about Earl Spence not being able to fight because of the detached retina. We didn't talk about the upcoming Terrence Crawford versus um, Sean Porter. Like, I mean, this is like a bevy. Yeah. And I and I and what? I don't get to I don't get to use bevy a lot. So there's a bevy of things that we didn't talk about regarding boxing. Um, but, you know, to make a long story short, you know, Shakur being a, you know, up and coming. Hold on one second. Shakur Stevenson being an up and coming young talent. You know, he probably had his, I don't want to say his biggest test, but definitely, you know, his biggest showing because, um, you know, obviously this was the division that he had moved up in weight to, moving up to 130. And he was honestly going against the number one guy at 130. Mm-hmm. Jamel Herring was the number one ranked junior lightweight. And uh, it was a, he dismantled him. Mm. He just dismantled him. He, he was every superlative that you want to use. He was younger, faster, stronger, smarter, quicker. He was everything. And he put it all together. Now, there was a little bit of hyperbole last night by um, Tim Bradley and Andre Ward. They said this fight was looking like uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Arturo Gotti. I wouldn't go that far. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. That was a that was a dismantling on a totally different level. But it was a great showing. You know, Jamel Heron ain't no slouch. No. All right, he got big wins against very, very, very good. A level fighters at, at junior um, junior lightweight. So for uh, for um, Shakur Stevenson to put on a showing like he did, it, it, it shows a lot. 
He was very, he was smooth. He was talented. He was under control. And again, man, like Shakur is coming. Mm. He is coming, man. I'm telling you that kid, I, I like him the most. And he's on the smaller side of the, of the Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, um, Tank Davis. He's on the smaller side. But I like him the most, man. I like Shakur the most. And he just something about him, yo. Something about him. I'm a big fan of. So it was a great it was a great showing last night in the uh I believe it was the ninth round TKO. Okay. Of uh, Jamal Heron. So man, shout out to to Shakur. Yeah. And you know, shout out to Jersey. Can't forget, you know, we can't leave out Jersey. I can't forget New Jersey. Listen, Newark. That's why I wish Ruck was on for this part. Right. Because, uh, like I said, you know, they put it on. Even the announcer last night from Brick City, Newark, New yes, Jersey. Yes, Yo, I had caught that, too. Yo, I said, Yo. Steven. I said, I know Redman is dope. I know Redman going crazy. And then, you know, they bring out uh, Jada Kiss. They bring out Quavo. I'm loving, you know, seeing the rappers, you know, get this money, having fun. But, I mean, again, now... Also, so he is uh, Shakur Stevenson. He is a right-handed fighter, but he fights southpaw, which is really interesting. Um, um, he's not the first. Right, right, but but I you mean, don't really see it a lot. But it's not I mean, nothing. You know, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's there's a few. Uh, you know, Terrence Crawford. He's either more of a switch uh, switch fighter, but he fights left-handed okay. or southpaw. A lot, and he's a righty. So okay, it's not like it's not like nothing. Like oh, this is some new, this is new shit right here. Now, nah, but it's still interesting because Chad Dawson, he was the same way. I heard, you know, he was, Chad he, Dawson was the same way. I was gonna bring it up, but you know, know Chad, Chad was a a bigger, much bigger puncher, right? Um, and uh, you know, Chad, you know, and it, Chad gets, I think some, and I know people probably think he cap because you know he's from the city. But I don't think Chad even gets the credit he deserves, yo, because, you know, people forget, yo, Chad was, like, ranked, like, number two boxer pound for pound at one point. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Pound for pound. He was he was only under Floyd at one point in his career. Mm-hmm. Like, Chad was a very, very, very good boxer that, um, you know, he, uh, he bit off a little bit more than he could chew. But, uh, you know, he still put on for the city. So, yeah. man, shout out to Chad. Shout out to Chad. Every time I see him, always showing love, man. Always showing love. Now, uh, this Porter and Crawford fight. Uh, Chris, what are you expecting? Are you excited about it? Um, you know, what is, what is your expertise on this fight? Well, I'm, I'm super excited about it for a lot of reasons. One, one of the reasons is because – one of the reasons is because Porter – I mean, not not Porter. Let me start with Crawford. Crawford sometimes doesn't get the credit he deserves because he hasn't been able to fight what people deem as the elite welterweight. Mm-hmm. Because you know he was he signed the top rank. He was really the only guy on top rank, so people kind of hold it against him, like, oh, you didn't fight, you know. Danny Garcia or Keith Thurman or, you know, obviously he wants to fight um, uh, uh, 
spent. spent. But, you know, people kind of hold that against them. But the talent has always been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it ain't no lacking on the talent part of it. So um, I'm glad he's going to finally get a chance to showcase what he can do against talent that people deem worthy. You know what I mean? Okay. So, and I, and I think he's going to do a great job. As far as, as far as Sean Porter, he's a dog, man. He's a dog. And we're going to, if there are any questions about um, Terrence Crawford, uh, Sean Porter is going to put him on full display. I can tell you that. Yeah. Sean Porter is a dog. He doesn't stop. And I think he doesn't stop. I think that's the beautiful thing about it because, you know, Chris, you know, you know, obviously, you know, way more than I do and you keep up with it. But, you know, I just been hearing that rhetoric, you know, um, uh, Bud hasn't fought anyone. Um, you know, it's it's always something. It's always something. But it's always something. It's but always I think that, like you said, you know, this fight is like, listen, he's fighting a great fighter. I don't you know. And I just hope that they don't want to, you know, that people don't put it in, you know, the, the clouds of like, well, but he didn't fight the Sean Porter a few years ago. Um, oh, no, 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 no. He is fighting a very, very prime Sean Porter. Good. There ain't no doubt about that. There ain't no doubt about that. Very, 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 very prime Sean Porter. So he he getting the best. He getting the best Sean Porter. Ain't no ain't no doubt about that. That's what I'm talking about. And and that's what I want to hear because I want to see some good fights. I know it's a lot of these um what celebrity fights that's going on. And again, making money. I'm not hating on that, but I want to see some real fighting. You know, I want to see actual trained professionals going there. Well, that's why I was. That's why it was so good, the uh, Wilder Fury fight. That's why that was so good. Yeah. It, 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 it was it, so it, good it, to see that. Now, speaking you know, of because that. Because they put. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because, you know, because they put on. They, yeah. they put on because um. we hadn't seen, honestly, we hadn't seen. Um, a great fight in a while. True. You know what I mean? We had had a ton of, we had a ton of UFC fights. You know, you can make the argument going into the Fury Wilder fight that the most talked about fights this year was Floyd versus Logan and Woodley versus um uh Jake. the other uh Jake Paul. That's crazy, right? Think about that, Chris. Think about what you just said, yo. Think about what you just said. It's uh some celebrity boxing matches were the talk of the town versus really really having some good fights but again you being a boxing so even with that said chris do you think that i mean obviously it it were some fights better than those well i mean those are more hyped but i'm sure that they were some great fights though right yeah oh yeah there was definitely some great fights um uh what was it oscar valdez did a, a unification fight um, who else was there? Was a there was a couple good fights. Um, but at the same time, man, people wasn't trying to hear about that. You know what I mean? People want the the, the stars of stars. You know what I mean? And there weren't a lot of star filled fights. True. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was good to see Fury and Wilder, even though. I, don't, I can't. I can't sit up here and lie and say it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go, 
but I mean, I knew Tyson. You know, I've been picking Tyson. Yeah. Since the first fight, um, and I thought, you know, Wilder showed some some fight and some warrior. Got to give him that. He definitely showed some gumption, as the old folks say. Yep. But um, Fury was clearly the better boxer the whole fight. Of course. He was okay. the better boxer, the better fighter. Um, and, I mean, Wilder did catch him good. And, again, like I, like I said from the first fight, I said, yo, if he can't knock him out when Tyson was at his worst, when just coming off of a big layoff, not being in shape, you know, being being a bit rusty. I said, if he can't knock him out then, he ain't going to be able to knock him out when he's, you know, at, you know, peak performance. And I, I feel like that held true. You know, I'll be real, man. Um, I think a lot of black people, we uh, rooted for Wilder. Um, you know, we, we you know, and, and, and then being American, you know, there's that American bias. But I think after this fight, I think you have to give – Tyson Fury, nothing but respect after this fight, man. You know, again, being knocked down, you know, from the first fight, second fight, but just still getting back up and just persevering. And just his story alone, you know. When you're talking about mental health, when you're talking about, you know, almost setting his whole career on fire, uh, figuratively, obviously, but just being able to persevere and to still become a champion and remain champion, that's saying a lot, man. That's saying a lot. It's saying a lot, and, um, you know, I am, you know me, I'm king, you know, rooting for the black boxer, rooting for the American boxer, because I feel like when when American fighters go to another country or when another country fighter is fighting over here, their people get behind them, yeah. 100%. Of course. You know what I mean? And I could never get behind Wilder yeah. because of the – not that he didn't take it serious. He obviously takes boxing serious, but it's just, I felt like, I've always felt like with Wilder, there was so much wasted and, you know, shout out to Mr. Ed potential mm. with him. You know what I mean? There was just some some easy boxing one-on-one things that he just took too long to learn. True. And he relied on his power. And any good boxer worth their salt could neutralize if you only do one thing good they can neutralize that yeah they go oh you only do this good oh i can stay away from that the, the the good and great boxers become boxers that they got more than one tool in the toolbox and i've always been critical of wilder because he didn't have more than one tool Same in here. the toolbox Same you know what I mean? it, it's already it's already difficult for heavyweights to even be skilled and you know that that might sound crazy but Heavyweights are so big. Everybody is a knockout artist at heavyweight. That's true. You know, you got 250-pound men trying to hit you as hard as they can. Everybody got knockout power. So, you know, and a lot of boxers just rely on that. So it is rare now, not back in the day, but now since we've gotten into the age of the super heavyweight, you got to remember, you know, Mike Tyson at his uh, apex was maybe 5'10", 2'10". 215, 220? Yeah, about that, yeah. Tyson Fury, 6'9", came in at two, he came in at 277. Yeah. You know what I mean? Deontay Wilder is 6'7", about two, he came in at 238. Yeah, thanks. Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, like 6'6", 240. 
You know what I mean? It's like all of that. These heavyweights are monsters. Ruiz, even so though they, he's not like, you know, the looking specimen, but he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Ruiz walking around, Ruiz walking around 260 plus. Exactly. You know what I mean? We far from the days of the, you know, the Rocky Marciano, the, the 5'9", you know, 190-pound heavyweight champ, no. the Michael Spinks sort of the world. You know what I mean? Like, them days are over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they don't – the bigger you get, the harder it is to be skilled. That's why Tyson Fury is such a – I don't want to say an anomaly, but he's such a sight for sore eyes mm-hmm. to see a heavyweight actually show some boxing skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's not that he's got the best boxing skills in the world. It's just that for his size, for him to do something, it's like a breath of fresh air. Um, but then you got Yusef. Yusef's got real skills. He got real, real skills being a smaller guy. You know what I mean? He's got really, really tight, tight skills. So it's good to see. But, you know, um, I always wish that Wilder could have just got his, you know, could have honed his craft a little more. I agree. Could have uh, got a lot of fundamentals, a lot of basics down pat. And, um, you know, I just felt like he would have been so much better um his career for but you know you know you know he's what? 35 36 the days is over now but you know what's so funny he Chris? Is what he is. so um i was on facebook and like you when you talk about um when you talk about your boy um oh my gosh why am i doing we got a it? we got a text from rux okay i don't know if you, you see ready? me we got a text from rux about calling in can you um you could you could cook him in chris and then i'm uh, um hold on one second so all right so what i'll do is i'll i'm i'm uh so, yeah, you know, Chris, I was getting flack on Facebook because people, you know, I was like, okay, that was a good fight. You know, they fought like warriors. But, again, I'm just really critical about Wilder because, like you said, him not honing his craft and really, you know, understanding I'm, I need to make adjustments. And that's something that he didn't, you know, do throughout these three fights. But also, you know, that's something that Fury did. And uh, when you're talking about trying to, you know, be the next. And, and I think people wanted to give Wilder that credit to make him the next big heavyweight superstar. But, again, when you're not changing your craft and, you know, you you look like you just got a one-trick pony, and, again, no disrespect, you know, that's it what ain't no disrespect. It's just, it's just the truth. He is a one-trick pony. Uh-huh. And the problem is that it's going to be hard for me to where to rank Wilder as a heavyweight. See, because he 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 was in trouble in a lot of fights, but he always had that power to get him out of it. Mm-hmm. Saved him a lot. Yeah. I won't discredit him for it, but it saved him a lot. But here's the thing that, that, that unless he fights Anthony Joshua, yo, the 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 greats of your era, you know, Deontay's era, the three great boxers were him. Joshua and, and Fury might be you six now, but those are the those are the three. He was a little bit on the tail end and didn't get to fight Klitschko. Both Anthony Joshua and Fury beat Klitschko, so you didn't get you didn't get a piece of that. But the the, the other two great boxers in your era, you only fought one of them. And to be honest, I feel like he beat you three times. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only like hardcore Wilder fans think somehow that Wilder got robbed in the first fight. They like, oh well, he knocked him down two times. I was like, yeah, but that, listen, you, you don't judge a fight. This ain't a street fight. You judge it by each round. Wilder only won those two rounds. <laughs> yeah. Fury won every other round. 
So, you know, the your only contemporary that you actually fought that was on a great level, you lost to. You lost too badly. You had a great fight in the third fight, but let's let's just be honest here about the third fight. It was exciting, but Fury dominated that fight other than the round where he got knocked down. True. He dominated that fight. Agree. Agree. You know what I mean? It would, he would dominate every now and again. Wilder would throw something and connect. And, you know, to get the crowd ooing and ah, ooing, but he ain't winning around. Nah. So, you know, it's going to be hard for me. I've had arguments with a few people talking about um, they still think Wilder a top 10 heavyweight. I'm like, top 10 where? Top 10 heavyweight or what? Of this era or all time? Because you can't be talking about it all time. Oh, no, of course they're not. I mean, there's no, there's people that are not that stupid. I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm lying because they're <laughs> Listen, a Cowboy you, fan. You don't want to say that because I, I ain't going to say his name. But a close friend of ours, close, close friend of ours, been on the show many a time, thinks that Wilder is top 10 heavyweight all time. Oh, wow. You know what? You know what? Speaking of top top 10 people, he's top two. We got our board. Deshaun Aliquatius Rucker on the line. What's good, man? Yes, sir. Yeah. So when we were talking about. Listen, man, I'm actually going to be doing my brother Chris G and his pessimism. Yo, Wilder, hang it up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, hang I, up. I feel very similar to that. Agree. Listen, and still, and still, it's over. It's over. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's over. And it's over because it really should be over for him, and he shouldn't feel a way about it being over because not only just the one trick pony thing, but the fact that you don't work on evolving your craft. There we go. And because and because you don't do that, you don't deserve to be in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. There it is. Like, like we just like you know, and and, and it's definitely because it's a it's a hometown favorite of mine, little, little youngin. We just watched the Court Stevenson last night go up another weight division. Mm-hmm. And he continues to work on his craft and gets better. And you can't tell me. You doing all this other stuff and still or to this day and you ain't figured out that you need to be conditioned to fight as a heavyweight. <laughs> and you're an athletic heavyweight at that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't understand it. And, and because of those factors, you should hang it up, bro. Let it go. Because there's no one else that you can get a big person fight. Even if you fought Anthony Joshua at this point, you would really, and, and, and you guys correct me, especially Chris correct me if I'm wrong, you could be putting yourself in some health danger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I because think. Because you're not going to train appropriately for this fight. I will say this. He, I don't know if it's because he's a heavyweight or he just looks sloppy, but he just looks. Sloppy. He just doesn't have great balance in the later rounds. Like even I, I I even harken back to when he fought um he fought Lewis Ortiz. I was about to say yes. Even that he one. won mm-hmm. and he caught him. But first of all, Lewis Ortiz was beating him every round yes, he until was. he caught him. Every round. Um, but even then, like he just looks off balance. It's like he they never worked on his footwork properly. Never for sure. Hundred percent, they never worked that on is, his footwork. That is that is one of the things. The other point. The other point to go with that, though, Chris, never 
they they obviously never worked on his footwork, but you can also tell as a as a boxer with that type of frame, you can tell that they make him top heavy for every yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. He's extremely top heavy for that type of build of, of a boxer. Like you got to think about it. He has like kind of the height that Ali had because I think he's he's what six five. Oh no 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 no. Deontay Wilder is six seven, my man. Okay, so he's even taller than Ali. He has like the the broad shoulders and everything like that. Like he got holy holy field shoulders, but his legs are absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. For well, a slender fighter, and it makes him look like he should be fat and sloppy. Like what people think Tyson Fury would look like is how Deontay Wilder actually looks. Damn, that's a great right. analogy. And, that's a great. And you got to right? think about it, right? You got to think about it. Tyson Fury, for as big as he is, light as a feather on his feet, yeah. got bounce, great footwork, can move around, can circle you, can do all of those things, and it's just like, don't get me wrong, that's just, that's a skill. You need to work on that. You're not just born with that. Right. But I just never understood, and the reason I was always very critical of Wilder is I'm like, why don't they? Why are they just relying on the power? Listen, at some point, you're, I don't care. You, any boxer you could think of that was a knockout artist, biggest puncher ever, they always ran into a guy they couldn't knock out. What you going to do? Yep. What you going to do when you can't? Yeah. I, don't, I don't care who you are. You, you can name them all. Tyson, Foreman, Shavers, all the big punchers you could think of, they all ran into a guy at some point that you couldn't yeah. knock out. What are you going to do? What else do you have to fall back on? And he just never, he never had it. Now, he, I know you missed this part, Rob, because you wasn't on yet, but again, I, I'm going to give a shout-out to him again. Shakur Steven put Jersey on. He did Newark Proud last night, okay? Yes, and I just want to let you know that I was, watching it the, I was watching it the whole time going, yo, my boy know his mama. Yeah, yo, <laughs> yo, for real. Yo, I felt in like the, I the, knew him. No, hold on, real quick. You Yo. know why? But I even felt like I even felt more connected since you took me to Jersey. So it felt like we was on. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. Cause you, yo, if you, cause Chris, cause if you think about it, we from New Haven, and then they from New Jersey. So it's the new thing, man. I'm just saying. Okay, it's a new thing. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. Yo, from Jersey. But but that, and that and that's why I said what I said. Not only because she goes from home. But the one thing I like about him and when I watch him is that you see he's putting work in those areas that they said he couldn't or he needed to address. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. he, is, he is fully in this, in this weight division. He is now, because of the way he, he has built himself, he's getting it into that natural grown man strength. He was toe-to-toe with a bigger and heavier fighter last night and stood his ground. Yep. Stood his ground. And, and looked great on the inside. And looked great, great doing it. And, he looked, and, and hurt the man in, in different places that you would think, again, somebody that works on their craft that has natural ability should look. And that's why I said, Wilder should feel no way. You've made a living for yourself and your family. You have built some generational wealth. Yo, hang it up, B. Why you still can? Because... We never know the mindset Anthony Joshua may, may have even going into a rematch with the guy that just beat him 
Or if I go wilder, he may really be like, listen, I don't want people to look at me crazy, so I really got to put somebody on their ass. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this about a potential Wilder-Joshua fight, which I think would be great. Exactly. Well, Wilder has some better chances against Joshua than he does against Tyson. Uh, a couple things. Um, Tyson is much taller than Deontay, so Deontay always had to punch up something he never had to do. Deontay's taller than um, AJ, so he wouldn't have to punch up. So he wouldn't lose. He wouldn't lose uh, some power in that. That's one thing. Um, Anthony Joshua could be a bit chinny. At times, I don't think I don't think he's got a suspect chin. I ain't calling him Amir Khan or nothing like that. <laughs> I'm just saying there are times he could be a bit chinny. You can't be chinny with Deontay Wilder. True. Can't be yeah. chinny. But what I, I will say this, Anthony Joshua, even though, you know, he looks like he's a fucking bodybuilder, um, quicker than Tyson, better movement than Tyson yeah. as well. He could do that much better. And he could – Joshua, I'll give credit to, like, if they come up with a game plan on how they got to fight um, – Deontay Wilder, he will stick with the game plan. And I say this, I say that to say this. With Tyson, Tyson does what Tyson wants to do in the ring. He'll adjust on the fly and all that stuff. So he could just stay on the outside and box Deontay. But he didn't want to do that. He said it out of his mouth, I want to hurt him. So then to hurt him, you got to go into the fire. And that's what got him knocked down in the first fight. And that's what got him knocked down in the third fight, if he was willing to go in that fire. If Anthony Joshua makes the conscious decision before the fight in the game plan, we're not going into the fire, he ain't going into the fire. So, you know what I mean? It's just, so it could be big chances for Deontay or it could be even smaller chances for Deontay in the Anthony Joshua fight. You have to see. There are some, again, you know, there's some, it could play out a couple different ways. It would, I think it would still be a big fight. But we don't know where Anthony Joshua, like Ruck said, is going to be after he gets his rematch with Usyk. I don't know if he would. Listen, I wouldn't pick Anthony Joshua to beat Usyk in the rematch. Usyk is just a better boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anthony Joshua refuses. I think since the Andy Ruiz fight, he ain't trying to bully nobody because he don't want to get caught again. So he ain't going. I don't know if he'll risk what he'll have to risk to go in and use his size and strength over Yusuf because he ain't going to outbox him. He's too good. We're talking about, if y'all don't know, the trainer for Yusuf is Vitaly Klitschko daddy. Okay? Mm, they yeah. different out there. <laughs> they different out there. So that's my two cents on that. No, I, I think uh, – also, I just, I just want to well, give y'all a, um, a score update. We got, the, uh, we got the Chiefs losing to the Titans. Uh, twenty-four nothing. Also, Chris, your boy, uh, Tannehill ran in for a touchdown. Did like a Jordan layup, and also, um, I mean, wait a minute, what's up? They losing twenty-four nothing. Twenty, twenty, twenty-four. Damn, I had, I yes. yes, twenty-four nothing. I had, I had winning that game. Um, yeah, me too. And then uh, it's a, it's a uh, surprise, and I know you guys are shocked by this score. Um, the Patriots are beating the Jets thirty to seven. So, you know. You said 30 to 7? Yeah, tw- 30 to 7 with 20 seconds left into the halftime. You, you hold on, no, no. You 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 must be you saying something wrong or there's a disconnection. You said 30 as in 3-0 to in, 7? A, a, actually 3-1 now cuz they kicked extra point to 7. Yes, they are. Yes, the New England Patriots are beating the Jets. 
31 to 7 right now. Yeah. Lord Jesus. Yeah. Oh, we knew Lord that was going to happen. Listen, I need, I need Miami to get their stuff together, though. Mm. Well, well, you know what? Well, that's a great segue. Yeah. Because it looked like Deshaun is coming to Miami. That's what that's yeah. that's what the reports are. That's what all the reports are. And then, so what I'm yeah. hearing is that they might see um, send uh, Tua to uh, to to Houston again. But it's a strong possibility that Deshaun Watson will end up in Miami, which you guys have been calling for a long time and said that would be a good spot for him to go to anyway. So I think it'll be a good spot. Now we got to see how how everything plays out because you know he got a. Deshaun, no matter how you feel about Deshaun and his legal things that are going on, either which way, he got an image problem right now. So they definitely have to do something. No matter no matter how you feel about it, no matter what becomes the um, the end outcome of it, guilty, not guilty, whatever, whatever the case may be, he's going to have an image problem. They don't have to do something about that. They're just gonna, I don't, and I don't know. Listen, I ain't a PR person. I ain't a PR consultant. I don't know how to fix that. But they're going to have to do something to clean it up because he had a certain image. Yeah. I, I don't want to use the cliche, but Deshaun Watson had a good guy. Uh, let, let me rephrase. Good black guy image. Let me tell you, he does not have that anymore. Yeah, let me tell you what he could do, okay? Because this the, is this the wave he can ride. And he could say, yo, I got a lot of mental health issues. Got a lot of trauma. You know, I didn't mean for this to happen, but I didn't deal with my mental health the right way and which I should have dealt with it. Do an interview with Gail King or Oprah, do some volunteer work, get some wins. And I'm telling you, this will all subside after a while. That's what it has to be. Here's, here's my problem with the mental health aspect. See, if you say that, I feel like that is a, an admission of guilt. Yeah. What if he's not guilty? Well, listen. What do you say then? At, at the end of the day, right? The, the best thing, the best thing, thing that he can do is address it head on for what it is. Yeah. These people have made these claims against me. I feel like I'm innocent. We're gonna let the legal process play out. Yep. The one thing yep. that happens to people in sports is that if you win and play good, they forget all of his stuff. Kobe. They don't even bring up Big Ben stuff. Kobe. Yeah. Listen, if he if he can play in Miami and win and, and turn that season around for them down there, he wouldn't have any problems. Exactly. But I, I really just got on here because I don't want to get fined. <laughs> and um, I, I came I came I came for the real conversation. I don't know if y'all wanted to have that. Okay, with, uh, the on or whatever. Listen. Don't shoot the messenger. Shoot yeah. your message. Shoot, please do. Hey, Dwight Howard should not be on that list. I say, oh, oh, you oh, wildin'. Oh, nigga, you wildin'. Oh, you is wildin'. Don DeMarco, Wonko. I can't, be- I can't believe that my brother just said that. Oh, you won't crack. I said, I said what I said. Oh, this is, this is. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what you done fucked up now. There's some people on that list that don't got the credentials of Dwight Howard, so I hope you're ready to change some people. So hold on, Ruck. Hold on, Ruck. So hold on. Hold on, Ruck. Okay, go ahead. And, and let me say this, because we'll, this definitely is a conversation 
that is best suited for us to be on camera, right? Because I would love to see facial expressions. But here's why I say that, right? I am, and, 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 and I preface this by saying I had a problem with the top 50 list. Okay. Okay. So I want to start there. I had a problem with the top 50. Here's the thing, right? There, are, there has to be at some point that we look at some of these stars in the game and we say that longevity and productivity matter. These okay. snapshot Hall of Famers that we keep getting is ridiculous. Okay. Okay, I agree. So saying, I agree. So I'm saying that because of Dwight Howard for nine years was dominant yep. in Orlando. Wipe away, and, and this is just my opinion, you can wipe away the championship with the Lakers because, okay, did he play a role? Yes. Was he integral in them winning? No. Rondo was more integral than he was. Okay, uh, I agree with all of this. I agree with all of this. So that. My thing is this, right? You talk about nine years of him being dominant, and this is the other part that we got to stop ignoring. Stop ignoring the fact that how you are as a professional athlete off the court or the field matters in a lot of this voting stuff. Okay. Dwight Howard went from a Bible-thumping, damn near Jehovah Witness Christian to a questionable sexuality-having, questionable athletic talent big man in the league that never evolved. So that nine years that you was nice in Orlando was cute. The way you forced your way out of Orlando was ugly. The debacle in L.A. with Kobe, it was laughable. Your years in Houston and Atlanta and Charlotte were dismissive. So how are you claiming your spot? How are you claiming your spot before somebody like Vince Carter? Uh, Are you claiming your spot before somebody like Clay, like Clay Thompson? And I'm saying, just like I said at the handball, how you even claiming your spot against somebody like Dame when for his nine years, oh it's goodness. never been a question of who Dame was. And uh, a lot of the other accolades that Dwight had, Dame was getting snubbed a lot when he was cooking everybody. Mm. So, so Dwight, I don't want to hear it. Change the purple in your hair and look like Anthony Davis is going to beat the brakes off you the other day. Wow, this is this is all this is all. I am my mind is blown. First okay, all, hold on, wait, 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 wait. What happened? What happened? Do a line then. Again, no, again, my mind. Welcome is to another blown. edition oh. of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast for, for the people that just tuning in. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. Go ahead, Chris. Yo, okay. First of all, first of all, we need some journalistic integrity here, okay? This isn't the 75 players that you like the most, okay? This is the 75 players that statistically on the court, uh, uh, productivity, accolades and awards, where are they? Dwight Howard is in that conversation. I'm going to give you a couple people off. I'm going to give you a couple people on the list that shouldn't be on the list. And it pains my heart to say, Dame ain't top 75. He don't got the credentials. Now, if you want to talk about athletic ability and talent, that's a different story. But that's a projection. 
That's what I'm talking about. What actually, actually got done. Anthony Davis don't deserve to be on that list. Anthony Davis does not deserve to be on that list. That was a popularity contest go. that got him on that list. His his career right now, right now, he don't got nowhere near the accolades as a Dwight Howard. And I don't even like Dwight Howard. I don't even like him. Let me let me put that out. Let me preface that. Wait, I don't even like Dwight Howard. Never liked Dwight Howard. But I understand when he runs to the table. You're talking about a guy in Orlando. Okay? We're going to Orlando here. Bring his team. Be a LeBron number one seed in Cleveland. 4-1? What? 4-1? And the only game they got was a, a buzzer beater prayer that LeBron put up. Yeah. That was a 63 win. Uh, Cleveland team, was it not? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. 63? Right. 63 yeah. win team? All, brung, them, brung them all the way to the finals. Anthony Davis, before he got paired with LeBron, had only won one first-round playoff game. Just one. Mm-hmm. Had been knocked out in every other one and been swept in three of them. Mm-hmm. You, you're talking about Dwight Howard, eight-time All-NBA. Eight-time. Two-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Led the league in rebound. What is that? Three times? Three times. Three times. Three times defensive player of the year. He won three oh, times. Yeah. Three times defensive player in the league. Five times finished in the top five of MVP, uh, MVP for the league voting. Five times. And we put in Anthony, Anthony, Dave, Anthony Davis, Dame Lillard. I can't, I can't argue Russell Will, uh, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook got all the credentials. You cannot argue West, uh, Russell Westbrook, but I can't argue Anthony Davis. And I can't argue Damian Lillard just off the top of current players that shouldn't be in over um, over Dwight Howard. I'll argue him over Clay. I don't think Clay got – and I love Clay. I love Clay a whole, a whole hell of a lot more than I like Dwight Howard. But he don't got the credentials. Not to stack up with Dwight. I'm not going to punish Dwight because he's a weirdo, <laughs> okay? Right. I'm not going to – because they – let me say <laughs> Because so they Dennis didn't Rodman. punish Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Because they didn't punish Dennis Rodman. Wait, 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 wait. But but stay with that point. Why didn't they punish Dennis Rodman? Because even though he was an absolute weirdo, the production never wavered, Chris. Hold on. His production didn't waver for the years. He was good. What, what, I mean, how long was Dennis Rodman's career? Uh, how long was this? I don't know. I don't. I can't. I don't know what's top. But how long was his career? What it was like? What, I mean, 13, 12, 13 years. Thirteen years. So and he and he wasn't the and he wasn't the Dennis Rodman that we know him as as the great for all thirteen years of that. He was probably really the Dennis Rodman we know for eight or nine years of that. And that's that. And that's exactly the time frame of how good Dwight Howard when he was at his right. apex was. So, so listen, and Chris, we can say that, and I love it, but it, it would be the same thing. Like I raised my my eyebrow with James Harden, because even though James Harden is, is who he is, and there's no doubt in his ability, but remember, just like you said with Dennis Rodman, there were three years in OKC that that boy didn't see the floor like that. But so, I think because listen, you got talent, though. But I think that due to so, your so, talent. But I think, but I think, and the reason I bring that is, is this, is that there are a lot of people on that list 
that again the longevity for me was like I even looked at people. I went back and looked at say like Dave Bing, Paul Arzen, right? And yeah. when I got to their career numbers, right? Now they definitely didn't have the accolades that Dwight had. But you talk about their career numbers. Paul Arzen was over 22 points a game. Dave Bing was over 21.9 or something like that points a game. Assists, rebounds, like they had those numbers. There were numbers on each of those guys, just those guys in particular, where there was a three- to four-year span where they increased their scoring average at least like four or five points. So you're talking about going from 20 to 25 to 27, right? If we're, if we're talking about the nine-year dominance or the snap like, you got to make sure that you give Tracy McGrady some, some credit, something. Can I, right? can I just – For what he did in Orlando Houston. But then there's another name that nobody has said that I think is totally disrespectful. If you're not mentioning – if you're talking about snapshots, you're talking about the years that Dwight had in Orlando – I say Gilbert Arenas for years in Washington were better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, oh, hey, hey. my hey, goodness. Hey, hey, ho, ho, ho. Oh, oh, oh. You, you Hold on now. Hold on, Ruck. Hold on. Now, you know I love you. Now, listen. Now, now, Ruck, I love you, man. I uh, love seg- you. Segway I'm, on, uh, segway, I'm on Gilbert Arenas show next week. Everybody just wanted to let y'all know. <laughs> it must be. Yo, listen. So, okay, when you look at an average NBA career, what is about four to five years, if that, right? Healthy. Something like that, yeah. You got to remember, Dwight Howard, what he did, he was – then he come in and he was a rookie of the year, correct? Rookie of the year. Rookie yeah, of the so. year. Game was rookie of the year, too. But, 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 but again, Ruck, in that nine-year span, even – we still can go to the L.A., and, and I know people don't like to look at it, but in the nine-year span, three defensive, three defensive MVPs took his team to the finals and he was consistent within that time frame. Now, hey, if now if hey. you want to say that, you know, hey, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Let me ask you this though, and Chris, ask me this too. Dwight had three three defensive MVPs. I think Ben Wallace did too. Yeah. Just want to put that out. There. Exactly. Well, plus he a Hall of Famer. Three. Plus three he a Hall sure. of Famer. What, Dwight not gonna be a Hall of Famer? Dwight's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He, he, yes. Yeah, he's, def- he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Like, I mean, he's a Hall of Flamer, but he's, he's oh, definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. You know what? You know what? Yeah. The views of Mr. Yeah, Rucker does I, not I, reflect I, the ones that don't shoot the messenger podcast. Um, <laughs> yo, I mean, yo, Rucker, hey, but, you but, never, but, you but never he, want Dave Chappelle me. Listen, listen, I ain't going to walk out on you. I'm riding with you. But when his mic come, I'm like, nigga, hey. what you doing? But I got your back, though. I hey, would say that. Listen, no, but for real, in all seriousness, like I really want to, I really want to break down the list because I, I really do, I, I really do have not a big problem. I think I can, I can be swayed a lot with, with, with Dwight because I, I don't think Anthony Davis should be on the list. But I Agreed. did have, a, I did have a problem with Dwight. I really did. I did. I, I had a problem with the list because I think. What should have happened is you let the 50 be where they were, right? Yeah. And over the last 25 years, you take the most influential then. And and, and that should have been maybe what you added up to your 75. I, I just think the 
there are some people that you could have taken off the list, right? But it's, I, I just don't know because, and the reason that Dwight sticks out like that, and I think this is, is the problem that a lot of people have, is because they look at the rest of his time in the league. I think they look at all of that stuff and say that for someone so dominant because Dwight had the league in the palm of his hand. Right. But we just we just talked about, you know, Deontay Wilder. How much has Dwight grown? With but, the evolution of the game and the evolution of the big man, did he grow? Did he work on his skill set? And and again, that's why I say I white boy the championship in LA, because you really you lucked up into that. I'm listen, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that part. Right. Don't don't get me wrong. I am cool with that point, but it's also like so basically he's getting punished. Like I feel like maybe Vince Carter is getting punished. It's cause they stayed in the league and were yeah. mediocre for a long for a longer time. But I can't take away Vince Carter's apex and I can't take away Dwight's apex. The du- Dwight it's almost like he, it's like the voters said, well, if he were to retire after his first year in Houston, then he would be on the top 75 list. Right. Because right. you couldn't argue with him. You couldn't argue it up until after the first year in Houston. That's when the downhill spiral started. Yeah. So, yes, it, since his first year in Houston, Dwight has been a joke. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't knock that or fight that with anything. And Dwight never lived up to his potential. But, and I, and I got to give Nick Wright credit for this. He, he said, and I couldn't agree more, Shaq tricked people into thinking that Dwight Howard was supposed to be the next him. Shaq is 7'2". Shaq was 7'2", 270 in his prime. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard is a little bit bigger than LeBron. He was never going to be as dominant as Shaq was. He was never just going to be able to bully people and drop 30 on a regular basis. That wasn't his game. He was mm-hmm. a very, very, very athletic power forward who played center. Yep. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. That's what he was. That's like legit. That's what he was. Could he have been a little bit better? They, if he would have worked for the team when he went down to Houston, like they tried to do, if he would have tried to not rely on his athletic, if he would have listened to Patrick Ewing, you know, yeah, it's a bunch of things he could have did to have been a better version. But even without those things happening, I cannot take away from what he was yeah. when he was, you know, the broke man Superman. I can't take that stuff away. Kryptonite. And, and the reason, and another thing that really upsets me with with people like Tracy or, and, and I feel like, even though I, it may sound hypocritical, I feel like Tracy's snapshot was, was really, really amazing. And the reason I feel like that is, Dwight did those numbers, right? And, and y'all tell me how y'all feel about this. Dwight did his numbers and they were outstanding in Orlando, but who was the other opposition that he really had to face, right? I think you give, I think Tracy and Vince and people like that deserve more of a, a nod because you're talking about they're having not only Tracy and Vince having to battle each other, but they're still battling Kobe, a LeBron, uh, you know, a deal with the Rangers in a sense, you know, they, they're battling people like that. And, and they and they still produced. Like, Kobe, like, Tracy McGrady put up special 
Dwight Howard snapshot performances in two different places. He did it in Orlando and Houston. Agreed. I, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that away. But when I get to Tracy, the reason I don't feel so like snubs for Tracy is because Tracy had a playoff problem, a big one. Mm-hmm. He had a big one, and it is, it is glaring. And only thing when I look at Tracy, and I feel like Gilbert Arenas can kind of fall under this same category. It was you were great. When it nece- when it didn't necessarily matter as much. Okay. You you know what and 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 again and this is this is a great debate. Now, we always say on the show, well, if they're that great, then who would you replace them with? It's a few people that I would take up that list and put Dwight Howard on that list for. You know what I mean? Like I'll take Dwight Howard over AD. For that seventy-five. Yeah, I mean, over, there, over. There, are, there are there are a lot of people on that list. That I feel like could be moved, could be questioned. Um, like I was talking to Hambone, and he was saying, "Well, why is Pistol Pete on the list?" And then Hambone looked up the numbers, and then he said, "Never mind." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there no, are no, Pistol Pete people, Yeah, there, there are certain people that you would again want to question, but if you look at the career numbers and the impact, like you, could, we could have an argument and say, "Listen, you." You got to take Havlicek, John Havlicek off the list. You got to take Bob Cousy off the list. Like, come on, back when they was playing, like, was they really that dominant? But they have lifetime NBA moments that if you play the clip, people are going to recognize it, no matter the generation. Who who doesn't know the whole, the line from the announcer, Havlicek stole the ball? Right, exactly. What, also, what, NBA clip, what NBA final clip have you not seen Bob Cousy's stealing it and dribbling out the clock. But also, right? you got to remember with, with those guys, it, they were great in their era, but mm-hmm. they were so great <clears throat> if given the opportunity to have the same things that the people of this current era had, they'd probably be great still. Like, if they had yeah. the opportunity to watch the game evolve and see the different skills, to get the three-point line, to, you know what I mean, grow up and have your favorite players be Allen Iverson or Michael Jordan, like, they would have probably still been great. Right. They like, just, they, like have, that's the time they came in. Yeah, I have a major problem with Bill Walton. But you yeah. know what? Yeah. Bill, Bill Walton, for his time, was really good. Yeah. Era, he was really good for his time and era. Was, 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 was the guy. Like, I have a problem with him, but for his era and what he did for Portland, he was the guy. He won a chip. Agreed. He won a chip. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are people on the list, like, listen, like, Rick, Rick Barry is on that list, but pe- and people will, will always say, but if you look at Rick Barry's numbers, he did numbers. Yeah. And he did numbers in the era of Dr. J, George Gervin. He did numbers with straight killers. And he shot the free true. throw underhand. And he was you a very proficient free throw shooter. One of the best. Like, 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 like you could say Billy Cunningham. Billy Cunningham is a 26 point something per, like, career score. Oh, Billy the Killer was nice. Billy was nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so there are many debates, but I think they are like AD shouldn't have been on the list. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
there are certain people I, you can't argue with James. You can't argue with Russ. You can't argue with Russ. No matter what people say about him, no, you can't argue with Russ. No, you can't argue with Russ because there's nobody else that did the stats like he did, but Oscar Robinson. Yep. MVP. Can't argue with Russ. MVP. Can't argue with Steph. Can't argue with KD. Can't argue with Anthony. Uh, with Carmelo Anthony. Can't get no arguments from those. Like Hambone said, uh, Kevin Garnett. I was like, there's no way that you can argue with Kevin Garnett. No. Nope. There's and no I'll, argument there. I tell you this. You can make the argument Paul Pierce shouldn't be on that list. But that's me. Yep. I think you, you can make it. a – and I think Ray Allen is borderline to me. He's mm-hmm. borderline to me, and I love Ray Allen. Well, I think I think for the shooting aspect, when you talk about, you know, again, if – if let's just say Steph Curry wasn't around, when you're talking about one of the best shooters, Ray Allen would have been up there, and then you could kind of make a debate. But I think for the shooting aspect, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but I definitely see both sides of the fence. Here. That's what I'm saying. I'm you not. I'm not about to fight anybody on the Ray Allen being there. Right. I'm just saying, I'm not going. But I'm also not going to act like the Milwaukee, uh, Seattle SuperSonic Ray Allen days didn't exist. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. Yep. I think they were a little. Sh- I, I just think they were a little short, and I'm not saying that he couldn't still do it when he went to uh, team up with everybody in Boston. But you know, they, it just it was a tad. It was a tad short because I don't. I, I didn't forget the Milwaukee versus the Sixers game seven to get to the NBA Finals. That was a battle. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee could have easily have won that game. Yep. And, and so, just like just like I'm not, and that's why I would have the argument with Paul Pierce too. Because, and I will have it on the side of Vince Carter, because you know what? Vince Carter didn't have an Antoine Williams the first, you know, Antoine Walker, excuse me, the first yep. four or five years of my career. He, he did not. He, he didn't He didn't have a, a young Chauncey Billups like there. You know what I'm saying? Like He did not. He Listen, Paul Pierce had a lot of, there were a lot, those Boston teams back in the day had a lot of, you're talking about, Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce, Ron Mercer, Walter McCarty, Young Chauncey, mm-hmm. shit, Kenny Anderson had a stop there. Like you, it was, Walker. You know, it was it, it was Vince. It was Vince, and Vince was headlining headlining against Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and and then, but then, but then also then also Rut. Right, yeah, I remember not only that, but in against the uh, it was a new franchise in Toronto. So you wasn't getting yeah. a whole lot of backing, you know, one from yeah. from like he as like a big changed, city. He changed everything for a country. Yes. Like, literally. For a country. Literally for a country. He brought basketball to a country. Yep. Like yep. he is the reason we have, you know, an RJ Barrett. Uh That's right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Kelly O'Linnon. He, he's the reason that Kelly O'Linnon. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so that stuff should be taken in, in account too. And, and say what you will, and this is why I make the argument against Dwight. This is years in the league, even though the twenty whatever you could say, you could even say ten of them he wasn't Ben Sanity, but he was still a critical piece. To listen, he wasn't Ben Sanity in New Jersey, but he was still All Star. Yeah. Oh yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. He wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't Vince Sanity in Phoenix, but he was still an integral piece of those teams. 
Well, I give you the I give you the Nets even more. I would say when he was with the Nets, he might not have been Vince Sanity, but I make the argument he was still the best player on that team. Him yeah, or Jason Kidd. Yeah. It could have it could have went either way. Again, you know, I don't we, think you were wrong either way you went. Again, when we talking about you know, okay, this is not working. So what are you going to do to make yourself better? When you look at what Vince Carter did when he got to New Jersey, he made himself better. He said, you know what? Yeah, I might not be able to jump out the gym. You know, and me dunking is not going to help. So guess what? I'm going to become a better shooter. You know, I'm going to make sure that I can contribute to my team any way possible on both sides of the ball. And he, that's Hold what on, Quay. hold on. Yo, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong with the number. Vince Carter is like number six or seven three-pointers made all time. He's up yes, there. Yes, all yeah, time. Yeah, that's what all I'm saying. Time. Think about that. Yeah. Again, again, we like, just like, – I, I give you – no, go ahead, go ahead. no I, I just I just want to say and then and then you can go. I just want to say, you know, again, like Ruck to, to Ruck's point, when we're talking about, you know, Vince Carter saying, OK, well, we know him jumping out the gym. We know his 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 dunking was beautiful. But again, Vince changed the game and say, yo, listen, I'm going to shoot threes now. I'm going to become a better shooter and I'm still whichever team I go to. I'm still going to be a valuable asset to them. And there you go. Wow. There you go. Can't take it away. Yo, man. I I, I, I say I say this too, right? And if you just, if we just want to think about basketball evolution, Blake Griffin did a better job of evolving his game than Dwight Howard did. Fair, fair. I, I, okay, fair. I wouldn't argue that point. I wouldn't argue that point. I wouldn't argue. You know, I mean, I, that's a fair, it's that's a fair. fair, job, but I'm fair. In love. Like I think we should have a show where we come up with our own seventy five. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yo, let's do it. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a lot of them old timers off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some old timers I'm gonna put in there, but there's it ain't gonna be as heavy as yeah. as this current seventy five. Now I got a question. Now when you're talking seventy five, what would you are, are we talking about just points? Or are you talking about the influence of the game or like? Cause it's cause it's one player that I, he's not up there, and again he didn't have the numbers quote unquote like a lot of these guys did. But I think in the area he played in and what he did for his team, like Joe Dumars, you know what I mean? Like I know a lot of these guys are not going to. That, you know, that was that was a big snub on the fifty for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I, I was like, I think he should have been because I was like, yo, wasn't he on a fifty? And the guy's like, nah, he wasn't on a fifty. So why should he be on a seventy-five? I was like, you stand corrected, but I was like, he should he should have been on a fifty because I mean, what he did for the bad boys. Yes, we know Isaiah, but Joe Dumars. I mean, as the defender, he was multiple time All Star defensive. I mean, but again, but I give you another one. Who I give you another one? Alonzo Morning. Damn. Mm. Mm. Alonzo Morning, mm. the the first version of the Heat. Yeah. Okay, with him and Tim Hardaway. But even Alonzo Morning, mm-hmm. that this we talking about the years mm-hmm. where there was a good center yeah. on every other team, and well, Alonzo, yeah. you held his home all the time. But even when, when he, was, he Charlotte, was on my Hornets, yeah, was he was in Charlotte, and when he was in Miami oh, yes. before he got uh, what was the what did he have uh, like some meat? God, what was it? <laughs> It was the kidney. kidney yes, yes, yeah, the kidney. kidney. Yes. Before the kidney thing. Yo, Alonzo Morning used to battle against Shaq, against Patrick, the against Kimbe, David Robinson. All of them. Yep. Alonzo. I mean, you know, Alonzo kind of gets swept under the rug, but Alonzo, Alonzo was 
was a really, really good sentence. Listen, really, and, really good sentence. And, and people are going to say that, you know, I'm being a homer. But again, I encourage you to go back and look at numbers. Sean Kemp should mm. be mentioned in mm-hmm. this conversation. Mm. No, no, no. It's, a, it's an argument. Yeah. It's an argument. See, I didn't see it's the argument. Is, is, is Gary Payton? Well, you know what? Let me get the list up. I don't want to ask questions. Let me check the list up. No, I believe Gary Payton is up there. Okay. Yeah, Ga- Gary Payton made it. Okay. If you see. You know what I'm saying? But it, there, there are a lot of people, man, that that you look at and, and say, like, that with it too has to be impact on the game, man. Yes. You know? I agree. I agree with that. It yeah. has to be impact on the game. Agree. I mean, yeah, I, I do agree. I don't know how I don't know how much I would weigh it against other things, but yes, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I mean stats, stats and stuff like that, like I definitely like again, and and again I he they just proved it because, you know, they put him in the Hall of Fame. But if you look at Ben Wallace's snapshot in Detroit he was the most – he and Dwight were probably the two most dominant defensive players in the league in a good six, eight-year span. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and a lot of things that you got from a lot of those players, like Rick, Chauncey, like not saying that they should be on the list, but they can be in an argument with somebody. We can debate some things, you know. Like I, I get tired of people giving Melo the flag. Like, listen, you can give Melo all the flag that you want, but you look at the numbers mm-hmm. and where he is on the scoring list. Say what you will, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Melo's that guy. Yeah, I, I don't got no problem with Melo being up there, man. Melo, Melo, I have no problem with it. I was not even even. It's nothing I would even say to be like, "Oh, you got to take this." No, no, Melo was. He deserves it. Melo deserves it. Definitely does. Definitely does, man. Oh man, fellas, I can't wait till we have this debate because some people are gonna be mad at y'all when you know when y'all make y'all list when we make our list, and I'm putting people up there. I don't care how people feel about it. I'm definitely putting people that I want. <laughs> like, cause so many people, I I don't. I mean, like, let's be real. I understand it's 75 anniversary, but so many people are like, ah, uh, you know. But Pistol Pete, I definitely love Pistol Pete. I don't think, and you know, it's so funny that he's on his list, but I don't think that he gets the respect that he deserves when people are talking about like some of the greats and what he did for the, you know, during his time. But that's just me. That's just me. But uh, definitely dope, interesting conversation that people that uh, Ruck and Dark Mark gonna get into. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't wait to see that. I think I might start it up. I th- I think I might put a little fire to that. Chris know how I like to do. Put a little fire yeah, to that. He probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely will. But uh, so, fellas, man, um, you know, and the people that are listening, we are going to be coming live to you guys to just let y'all know. But, you know, we just wanted to – and I thought it would be quick. But, you know, when we start talking and when Ruck starts, you know, saying these, these things that he say, man, it gets us going. And I'm sure it's going to get a lot of people going because I'm going to take that clip – and I'm gonna put it out there, and I'm gonna, you know, make it sound real good, cause it's gonna, it's gonna start a lot of debates. It's gonna start a lot of debates, but I love it though. I love it. Um, on that note, fellas, anything else that y'all want to say before we wrap it up? 
I want to say, I want to say that if Klay Thompson comes back somewhat healthy, the Warriors are serious this year, yo. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a believer. I didn't understand why people kept putting them like, they had like the fourth best odds in Vegas to win the world championship. And I'm going, did y'all watch them last year? I'm like, this, yo, them boys is playing out there. It is. Them boys is playing out there. And, you know, I thought the Chicago Bulls were going to be a seven seed. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. It's still early. That's, That's the all I got. It's still early. It is. It's still early. It's still early. So I'm not gonna make any. Uh, I'm not gonna make any uh, definite judgments. But maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. That's all I got. Okay. How about you, Rock? I, I concur with everything my brother Christian said, especially with the Golden State Warriors. I like how they snuck uh, Otto Porter Jr. on that roster too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big Italian dude, I think, is a problem. Bialica. Bialica is a problem. Him and Draymond. They, they, for me, they showed the other night against the Lakers and the other night against the Clippers that they kind of now, Steve Kerr has two different death lineups that he can go mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. That with Clay in either one of those is absolutely stupid. And people stop disrespecting Andrew Wiggins. The other point that I definitely want to put out there is, listen, man, point guards as head coaches are great, great, great decisions by organizations and general managers, right? When I watched the other night, and I had the, the, the ability to watch it before the, the Shakur fight, I watched Portland, and I watched what Chauncey is doing with Dane, CJ, Dennis Smith Jr., and Anthony Simmons. And boy, oh boy, even though Simmons is already a problem, I love how these, these, these point guards that were great point guards in their time are, are taking these teams and maybe getting them to a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, I like what I – when I I still think Dallas has a Porzingis issue, but I like what J.K. has Luka doing and looking like. So I'm, I'm very interested in this young season. And I just want to say the highlight is, Ron said, stay humble. You was at home for a year and a half. <laughs> but, but stay humble now. He said, don't be on that BS. Ron letting them know it's real out here. That next that next Lakers Phoenix game won't be real. Oh yeah. You better win that Sacramento King game tonight. But, yeah. but I I, yeah. I know he's I know he's supposed to wrap it up, but let me piggyback a little bit ahead, on what please. he said about the Portland Trailblazers and why I'm not impressed. Uh oh. Okay. It's not that he's not doing a good job. It's we've had two good guards before. That's not our problem. And I don't know how many times I can say it. We need a wing. Because <laughs> I'm looking at it from the perspective of what is going to get us a chip. And two great guards ain't going to do it for us. Three great guards ain't going to do it for us. We need, and I, and I like it. Don't give me, I like Simmons. I like his girl, I like his girl a little bit more, but that's a different story. <laughs> Stupid, yeah. 
I'll send you on Instagram. Um, but I, I just want a wing, man. And I, that's what I want. I honestly feel that if if we could get a wing, if they could just get Dane a wing, that we would be on the level of competing for a championship. And anything else just frustrates me. Anything else just frustrates me. And I'm to the point where, you know what, Dane, you do what you got to do to be happy, man. If you got to leave Portland to be happy and to get yourself a chip, which you rightly deserve, go ahead, man. I just want the best for you. Hey, man, I can't argue with Dane, that. Dane for Kyrie. Oh, man. That'd oh, I mean, that. let me tell you something. That team would be stupid. Yeah. That team would be stupid. You're talking about a point guard that you can actually rely on to come to the game? Yeah. I mean, take a, take a COVID shot? I mean, oh, not think the world was flat? Oh. I mean, oh, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I forgot what school he went to, though. I, mean, I went to school. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm talking about Kyrie. <laughs> what school Kyrie went to, high, uh, college. But anyway. Um, oh, yo, an embarrassment. An embarrassment that that man came from Duke. <laughs> I mean, he was only. They don't ever claim him in. A, I mean, he was only here what one month, really. So I mean, they don't claim him in the brotherhood. Of course not. They do so claim him in the brotherhood. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he went to Duke, so no matter how you slice and dice it, he, he went to Duke. He went to Duke. Can't take that away from him. Do they claim him? They don't. I'll just say this: they don't bring him up a lot. <laughs> they don't remember a lot. <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't remember the last time Coach K and I. Re- Coach K talked about everybody in the league. I don't remember the last time he talked about uh, Kyrie. Just saying. True. Before I go, just fellas, saying. I just want to say Jamar Chase. When people was laughing at him in preseason. Let me tell you what. That boy getting busy. That boy getting busy. Yeah, shout out to Jamar, man. Jamar doing his thing, yo. I don't, I don't know why he said that whole thing about it was hard to track the ball, but he's doing his thing, man. He young. It was for, it was for Instagram. Jamar messing up my sheet right now. And if somebody don't get this, JV, remember the Giants. Game TV, the Giants and the Panthers, where the game is 5-3. to three. If somebody don't oh, get this out Hey, man. Oh, but, my See, I got y'all all hooked. Yo, any Giants fan you know, just give them a butter knife. Give them a butter knife right now. Stupid. Uh, I remember the days when y'all didn't bet at all. Now look at you. I'm like a proud papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I ain't going to lie. I, you know, I have dived in myself a little bit. But on yeah, that note, yeah. on that note, we will be talking more because we got something to tell you too, Ruck. Um, on that note, uh, thanks again for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Work Report. Peace.